0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Today, we celebrate the the fifth Sunday of Lent, which begins the final weeks of this penitential season known as Passion Tide. Typically, on this Sunday, as the faithful enter the sanctuary for Mass, they would recognize that many things have changed. Most notably that the icons and crosses are draped as an outward sign of inward sadness to underscore Christ's suffering and in reference to the closing words of today's gospel that they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. Normally with these images covered, our hearts and our minds are prompted to meditate and to remember our Lord's time of intense suffering and desolation as he went off alone to prepare for his impending sacrifice, accomplished out of love for mankind. This is the recompense that Jesus Christ, the author of our redemption, would provide by allowing for himself to be condemned for something he did not do and by dying for us so that our sins might be completely forgiven during these days of passion time. The church reminds us to continue our stringent spiritual journey intended to help sustain and carry us as a community, as a as a parish family, right through the treacherous betrayal and brutal crucifixion of our Lord on Good Friday. And with all that is happening in the world today, this is not an easy thing to do. Yet as Orthodox Christians, we are encouraged to put away all worldly anxiety and disruption so that we can pick up our own crosses and follow Jesus Christ as well. So the very practical purpose of veiling these holy images of fasting with our eyes is to help to remove all the distractions of this world that so often pull us away from loving God and from loving our neighbor. But this year, Lent has been especially difficult and strange to say the least. Many of us have uh, one eye on the solemnity of this holy season and another eye on the news or social media, wondering what other problems uh, our country, our world, will face next. For example, we are obviously celebrating this Passion Sunday in the midst of a global pandemic that has taken the lives of a great and unknown number of people and threatens to take many more. This epidemic has forced unprecedented challenges to life as we know it. Social distancing, sheltering in place, closing of businesses and schools, cancellations of all kinds of events and activities, and a worldwide economic downturn are now realities that have or will impact us all. In other words, We didn't really have to wait for the fifth Sunday of Lent for a reminder of our Lenten constraints because restrictions have already been imposed upon us as a means of trying to contain the spread of this pandemic. This year, Christians all over the world have been required to sacrifice our religious obligations, our community. And oneness with the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. And this has many of us anxious and frightened. But friends, no matter what challenges we face, including sickness, death, and uncertainty, fear not. Because we can use these struggles as points of entry into the sanctity of God's kingdom. Our present situation may seem difficult and sometimes hopeless, but it provides many opportunities to deny ourselves out of concern for protecting the health of our vulnerable neighbors. It calls us to die to our addiction to pleasure and self-interest for the sake of others. It reminds us that governments, healthcare systems, and economies, even at their best, are not God. And cannot work the fulfillment of the human person into the likeness and image of God. They cannot conquer the grave or bring us to the heavenly kingdom. Only Jesus Christ, who embraced personally the full consequences of our brokenness, can do that. But unless we take up our own crosses, as we die to the power of sin in our lives, we will not enter into that blessed kingdom. And even though we are confined, restricted, and quarantined, this unusual Lent provides us all with unique situations to do just that. When we sacrifice our usual routines and social interactions to protect the lives of others, we take up our crosses. The same is true when we donate to ministries, and to organizations that help people through the economic challenges of these times. Likewise, when we fast from obsessive worry about the future as we entrust our lives and the well-being of our loved ones to the Lord. It may be tempting today to cope with the present crisis by distracting ourselves with mindless entertainment, excessive food, and even substance abuse. But fasting from such unprincipled behavior enables us to recognize and offer our fears and weaknesses to the Lord for His healing and strength instead of covering them over with self-gratification. It is only by redirecting our deepest desires for fulfillment to God that we will gain this spiritual clarity to discern how to take up our crosses in this new and unsettling environment. As Christians, we should never consider ourselves apart from who we are in Christ. So regardless of what's going on in the world or in the particulars of our own life's circumstances, let us use the issues posed by the current global pandemic and all the difficulties of life as a reminder that we are in the world, but we are not of this world. Let us use this unusual length to prepare and follow Jesus Christ into the joy of the empty tomb through his precious and life-giving cross. We may find it difficult to live for Christ and turn away from sin, but it is only within our Lord that we find the peace which the world cannot give. It is Jesus Christ who has reconciled us and redeemed us from our sins. And counts us as perfectly holy with his own righteousness. You see, just as these multitude of Jews from today's gospel lesson, we are also faced with two choices. Either we humble ourselves before Christ, confess and repent and believe in him, or we can start picking up stones to throw. Pray, brothers and sisters, that this Lenten exercise will lead us to full purpose of amendment, remembering that our lives are lived in true contrition of heart, not just brief moments of panic and meaningless experiences. Let us look to our Lord's cross as the ultimate sign of hope for a world still held captive by fear of the grave, that through faith in him and his triumph over sickness and death, we may have everlasting life in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.